Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I think honorary doctorates are mostly dumb, but if you become famous at something, some college gives you a PhD. I think mostly to get you to come speak there makes them look good. So I think that's how there may be a little donation involved as well. Could be. Okay. So I would love an honorary degree, by the way. If there's any disreputable offshore Caribbean college listening right now, I will show up in person. I'll put on the stupid robe. I'll wear the (laughs) funny hat. I will accept it and I will bore your graduates with my pearls of wisdom. (laughs) You'll tell them the story of the road not taken and uh, collect your belongings and go i'll make something up oh that reminds me the the brand new armstrong and getty don't wing it bring it t-shirt is selling like hotcakes right yeah bring it we rock it that's a good slogan um so taylor swift the songstress got a honorary phd from somewhere yesterday and this is what she said in her yes you have comment on that already i was gonna say the leggy warbler But, you know, she is definitely more than that. I mean, she has built a heck of a brand and become a gazillionaire. I'm sure she's oh, got she's plenty. Inc- she's incredibly good at what she does. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure she's got a lot to teach a lot of people. But anyway, this is what she said during her uh, speech. Being publicly humiliated over and over again at a young age was excruciatingly painful. But it forced me to devalue the ridiculous notion of minute-by-minute, ever-fluctuating social relevance and likability. Getting canceled on the internet 
and nearly losing my career gave me an excellent knowledge of all the types of wine. So drink your way out of problems? Is that Taylor Swift's message? I, don't... I, I yeah. I, I when missed... did she get canceled? I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't remember that. Did I she? like the little thing in the middle there about the the ever changing tastes and uh, yeah, the minute by minute approval of social media or whatever. Yeah, that's well said and relevance. So she's probably perfectly perfectly aware that my brand of this or that can come and go in the blink of an eye, and it just is what it is. So you, you, the point is, uh, graduates get filthy, filthy rich, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking of, uh, I'm still making my way through this biography of the saxophonist Charlie Parker, but when he was, uh, first time he took the bandstand with a major band, he embarrassed himself to the point of the drummer took the cymbal, that's, it's in the chart, uh, Clint Eastwood movie, actually, the drummer took the cymbal, un- undid the little wing nut on top of it, and took the cymbal and threw it on the stage with a big clang, get out of here, and they everybody laughed at him, the crowd and the people in the band, about how awful he was. Wow. It was a long time before he came back. Speaking to Taylor Swift, talking about the humiliation of uh, early on when you're when you're trying your craft. I think a lot of people try things, including me, various things, and suck at them and then never try it again. <laughs> Often for good reason, maybe. But uh, a lot of people, whether it's Michael Jordan not making his varsity basketball team, which seems crazy, or Charlie Parker being laughed off a stage... Or um, uh, Louis C.K. trying stand-up and not doing it again for like three years because he bombed so horribly. That's the way a lot of people become successful, I guess. You're driven by that as opposed to makes you give up. Yeah, I tried to teach my kids that. You will fail. Congratulations. You're on the road to success. But as I was laughed at for my baseball prowess, I think I could have dedicated the rest of my life to that. And I wouldn't have gotten any better. You'll never know, will you? No, I'll never never know. know. That's why you still have the normal complement of teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so there was a hearing for some reason about abortion yesterday, as that is a hot topic they, they, they seem to believe, even though polling shows that the average American is not thinking about this issue that much, not even close to as much as they're thinking about, you know, their 401k and inflation and that sort of thing. You know what? I happen to keep that uh, poll around. Uh, Abortion is cited as uh, among the most important issues facing the country by 4% of people. 4%. And so both parties, a lot of them, act like it's what everybody's talking about and will vote on come November. You know what would be so interesting to see? is the data, and the parties have this, but they, they don't let it out, the data uh, that shows the return on investment of, say, a uh, abortion email, whether pro or anti, on the left or on the right, it could be that the uh, financial return mm. for that exhortation, that solicitation of funds, is wildly out of proportion to the percentage of the population that actually thinks it's a big issue. In fact, I can almost guarantee that's true. That's the distortion of our politics. So the Mm -hmm. popular things, people don't send in donations because you talked about inflation. So it's not the popular issues, it's the lucrative issues. 
the there trap you go. politics. And uh, this guy, David Shore, that gets so much attention, he's a Democratic strategist, but he's written some really interesting things about politics uh, in recent months. Uh, talked about how uh, either party has an opportunity to discover popularism, not populism, but popularism, as in advocating what is popular. <laughs> like, you know, uh, to my mind, would be main, you know ha- getting a hold of the border or making abortion legal in the first trimester, but not then after. I mean, those would be popularism issues as opposed to mm-hmm. populist issues. Anyway, they had a hearing on abortion yesterday, a couple of... Um, and they're kind of, well, the, are, is it fair or unfair to call them gotcha questions? I mean, nobody would have asked these questions years ago, but I suppose in the current time, it's reasonable to ask I, these questions. I, I think the the one that I love so much is uh, it was asked to hear the answer because the answer is so funny. Uh, the one about, uh, well, we'll review afterward. There's yeah. no point in describing them before we play them. Play one of them, Michael. What do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. <laughs> um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. Do you believe men can become pregnant and have abortions? The answer is yes. That is not a question that would have been asked any time during the previous almost 50 years of debating Roe versus Wade. <laughs> or the and if previous you had asked, million years, for that matter. <laughs> well, if you had asked the question, I think the person uh, in the, being questioned would have looked at you like, are you okay? Well, you know, the, the only context I can imagine it being asked is some lefty saying, tell me this, can men become oh. pregnant and get abortions? Uh, no, clearly not. Well, then why are men making policy? You're right. Which is the argument you are still hearing these days, and you people making it, you got to get with your gender-bending brethren and work that out between y'all. We did get a text from somebody, so apparently you guys are not smart enough to understand the difference between sex and gender. Yeah, that's that's the problem here. Yeah, the problem with that Q&A was our lack of intelligence. Well diagnosed, my friend. I will not scrape to dignify that with a serious response. And let's hear the other one. You're not going to answer this question, but how about this one? How does one qualify as fully human? What makes a human being? What makes a person a human being that's is right. them being born, number one. That's why oh. we have birthdays. Oh, that's why we have birthdays. Burn! Oh, dunked on him! That's why they're called birthdays, because that's when you're born. That's when you become a human being. So I'm taking from that that you mean you're not a human being up until the moment you're born, so then aborting you would be fine, which is very complicated when you get up to that, uh, you know, eighth, ninth month, because you got a full human being in there. You have to really go to a, quite a bit of work to... Uh, destroy them. It's not easy. To kill it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to kill the child. So that person is saying a week before birth, a day before birth, an hour before birth, you can remove that child and murder it because it hasn't been born yet. That is someone called to testify by the Democrats, presumably, right? Because they run the committee. Yeah, they have again, a, the approval of the uh, witness lists. And again, speaking of popularism, there's oh. practically nobody in America. I mean, it's low single digits. That believes you should be able to have abortions up until your birthday. 
So why do you have an advocate there for your side saying that? How does how does that help you anyway? If I'm a Democrat, if I'm a pro-choice Democrat, I'm like, no, let's not. You're you're setting us up for failure here. Right. You're making us look like murderers and butchers. Yeah. Wow. It, is it? Could it be? Getting back to the previous point, could it be that that squeezes big donations out of the militant one percent? Okay, well, I think if 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 I'm a if I'm an anti-abortion like I actually wanted outlawed Republican, I want people like that being questioned because they're helping my side. Right, right. Uh, speaking of the rhetorical excesses of the administration and or Congress, I found it just so amusing as the so-called disinformation governance board was announced out of nowhere by Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS guy, who's really not, can he be the cream of the American crop? Seems like a nice enough fellow, but he just doesn't seem that sharp. Anyway, um, I wish he my name was this. Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, yeah. Don't we all? Um, but so he announces this disinformation governance board. The White House says, what? Wait, what? Now what? There's what now? And it comes under attack from all sorts of directions from anybody with an ounce of sanity. Well, the response in the lefty media and the uh, the new spokes lady, uh, pretty funny. Pretty damned funny. We'll have that for you in a couple of minutes. All sorts of stuff to squeeze in before the end of the show. Okay, rough day on the stock market yesterday. We'll see how it's doing today, among other things. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. That scary Poppins is Nina Jankowicz, who was chosen as an expert in the field of disinformation to run the Disinformation Governance Board for the nation's largest law enforcement agency, the Department of Homeland Security. Not to go on a tangent, but I hate musicals. I really do. I mean, I just hate them. I hate the vast majority of them. The style of music makes my skin crawl. I actually like Mary Poppins. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I was a kid and a musical would come on TV, it's just like, oh, my God, is this it? Well, there are some... There are some fake musicals, like parody musicals, that understand how to write those songs. I mean, like the the Book of Mormon, I guess. Was that mm. the name of that show? Which yeah. I never saw. I've just seen chunks of it. Um, understands exactly how to write that schmaltzy, awful music. But anyway, <laughs> it's personal, personal taste. If you like it, you like it. But anyway, that's Nina Jankowitz, who was the alleged uh, expert in the field of disinformation. The Washington Post announced the pause They had the exclusive story that DHS had paused their brand new uh, Ministry of Truth. And their headline is how the Biden administration let right wing attacks derail its disinformation efforts. Then I noticed the article is by the awful, awful Taylor Lorenz, the hatchet woman who finds normal people who tweet something she doesn't approve of and ruins their lives and tries to get them fired from their jobs. I mean, it's just awful, awful. Uh, but so the point of her article is that, uh, there are so many ugly, well, she had two points. Number one, there are so many ugly right wing comments on it that the administration had to run and hide. 
which is an odd thing to say, and we'll come back to that in a second. Her other allegation, ah, I lost the clips. Uh, there it is. Uh, her other allegation is that, you know, it's mostly that it was a woman who was headed to, ha- had this, oh, picked, uh, had this up and, and that, uh, the sexist and pigs of the internet made it impossible for her to do her job. And Nina Jankowitz agrees. Clip number 30 first, Michael. Women should not be involved in government. They cannot be trusted. The real reason she's angry is because no chads would hit it and stick with it. Those are just two of the thousands of abusive tweets I've received over the past couple of months. Unfortunately for women in politics, journalism, academia, or basically any time when we express an opinion while female, that is not the exception. It's the norm. Would you like to see the text we get, for instance, and it ain't because we're women. It's just because the world is full of hateful trolls who criticize everybody all the time. All right. Got nothing to do with your ovaries, my darling. I'm sorry to break the news to you. Uh, and the idea that the, the, the giant law enforcement body that is the DHS starts a ministry of truth. And people going crazy over that is mostly explained by sexism. How blind do you have to be to make that claim? So getting back to the other tone of Taylor Lorenz, the Monsters article, uh, that the indeed <laughs> right-wing trolls uh, made, it, made it happen. They made them shut it down. Peter Ducey asked the new uh, press lady an excellent question, clip 31. So if it's pausing because you think the board was mischaracterized, then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation? Is that what's happening here? Look, I mean, the the board was put forth for a purpose, right? To make sure that we really did did address what was happening across the country when it came to disinformation. It's going to to pause. There's been a mischaracterization from outside, uh, outside forces. Wow. I, you know, I almost wish we had more because it sounded like she wasn't quite done. That, that, and I don't mean, well, I guess I can. She's terrible, that new press lady. Yeah, she is. But that disinformation board m- m- made everybody's eyebrows go up when they first heard about it. It's a terrible idea. It's as anti-American as anything could be. How would it work in practicality, even if you hired somebody good? I mean, she was a particularly bad choice, but you could hire the wisest human being in America. I don't know how you would do that. How are you going to be the arbiter of what's uh, um, uh, a fair explanation of something and what's misinformation? And then how often are you going to call out your own White House on it? When President Biden says the inflation is caused by the war in Ukraine and everybody says, no, it's not. And and when he says whatever, he's all kinds of different things. um, Are you going to call him out on that as disinformation or not? Yeah, I mean, you make a good point in that the thing in principle is abhorrent. And then their execution of it was hilarious. They pick, as their disinformations are, this gal who's, who has been at the forefront of spreading disinformation online. I mean, she has been part of every lefty inaccurate hashtag and denied truths, I mean, of all sorts, including the Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, she's been like one of the leading perpetrators of disinformation. So it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a joke on every level. I actually feel like it's a good news story in that there was a pretty strong pushback against this thing, and it was killed very quickly. 
So here, here. We still have the ability to do that in this country, apparently. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Meanwhile, last night, Pennsylvania held its Senate primary elections. And while Dr. Oz is in the lead for the Republican nomination, more votes have to be counted because the race is still too close to call. This is kind of great. I mean, for once, it's nice to have a doctor waiting for us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really? Wow. Almost. Yeah. 
Yeah, as of right now, Dr. Oz is in first place, David McCormick is in second, and the Cash Me Outside girl is in third. Oh. <laughs> that, I don't okay. mind, is a joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's too close to call. Dr. Oz has a slight lead. Trump is encouraging Dr. Oz to declare victory, and that if he loses, it's because there was cheating in the counting the mail-in ballots. I think you've heard this story before. Uh, so that could get ugly and weird. I don't know. <sighs> Dr. Oz, first of all, he's, he's he didn't live there. <laughs> he moves in. He switches all the positions he's held in his life, which are easily visible because he talked about them on TV. Issues about his attitudes on transgender and guns and all the things that you, in theory, care about. He completely flip-flopped because he thought it was the best way to get elected, and uh, enough people may have voted for him to become the candidate. So, he's a charlatan, a quack, but he's a talented enough, enough performer. There he is. That's a direct quote. He's a talented enough performer that he was able to parrot the slogans of Trumpism. And people fell for it, I guess. I don't know. All three candidates on the Republican side, by the way, Oz, that dude, and the other chick, whatever the names are, all three ran on <laughs> I the... I love how deep we get into it. <laughs> well, whatever. All yeah, three of them ran on the election was stolen. All three of them. And I'm so. Trumpier than Trump. Recall, Ford is recalling 39,000 SUVs. That's a big number. Over reports they caught fire while turned off. It's advised... Yeah. It's advised that owners... Huh? You're quibbling. Yeah. Come well, oftentimes recalls... No car is perfect. I hear recalls all the time. It's like, I don't know, the sun visor will crack or whatever. I'm not going to pay any attention to that. But it will catch fire. Nah, it gets my attention. It's advised that owners park outside and away from structures. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a great car, except I can't park it near the house because sometimes it bursts into flames. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, uh... Gosh, I thought you were going to bring something up. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I got all of a sudden, stuff. I'm very tired. I yeah. have many things. All what right. other many things? Get... My huh? Oh, uh, I got a. Uh, well, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was going to mention the economy because uh, Target lost a quarter of its value yesterday. The stock market going down quite a bit, and uh, Walmart had done that the day before. Tech stocks been tanking for quite a while, which is one of the reasons Netflix. Uh, internally said they're entering a new age of austerity at Netflix. They're going to spend a lot less money on making good shows. And so are all the other streaming providers because their stocks are down so much. So if you really liked Loki or anything else that looked like a major Hollywood production, well, those those aren't going to happen anymore. It's going to be like a lot of poorly lit puppet shows with audio that doesn't match up with the, <laughs> with the lips and stuff. I do enjoy a good puppet show. <laughs> wow, I'm looking at the, uh, and, and this doesn't matter. I'm just, uh, I'm not reporting on this. I'm just observing it as we're jabbering. No matter when you're listening, uh, the markets are mixed. Uh, the Dow and the S&P are down a little bit, and the NASDAQ's up a little bit. But well, it's been pretty much a bloodbath. Well, for the year, the S&P is down almost 20% for the year. Um, so that's not insignificant. On the other hand, over the past five years, the S&P has gone up 65%. That's incredible. So you got to put everything in perspective. And, of course, lots Do of I, talk. Yes. How about I just be greedy and make as much money as I can? To hell with you and your perspective, sir. I liked it back when, when it was up so much. I liked it better. <laughs> so you like it better when it's up. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. 
Yes. By the way, there's a lot of talk of needing more money for the pandemic out of the federal government. It's hard to believe they've got the gall to actually say they need more pandemic money, but there's talk oh. of another another wave of uh, uh, mutations, and so we got to get vaccines, and they don't have the money. Well, take the money from some other place. For instance, 93% of the money the federal government sent to the states for education during the pandemic do you remember that whole conversation? We can't open the schools because we don't have enough money. As soon as we get the money, we can open the schools. We dreadfully want to open the schools. Of course we want to open the schools. We care about the children, but we can't until we get the money. Well, they got the quintillion dollars to the schools, and 93% of it hasn't been spent yet. That's amazing. The schools opened up without spending any of that money. They just wanted the money. The federal government should take the remaining $113 billion back, says Charles C.W. Cook in the National Review today. Well, yeah, that'd be one way. Or if you do need money for vaccines, and that could be a legitimate cost, take it from there, for crying out loud. You know, I realize it's a little tired to uh, compare a family's finances to the government finances, but it's legitimate. I mean, I'm saving up for a boat in one scenario, and then Johnny needs an operation. I'm not going to take out some high-interest, risky loan for the operation. I'm going to say, well, I was hoping to spend it on that, but uh, we've got to spend it on this. And you switch it over if you have it. We have scads of money available. It just needs to be transferred from the unproductive places it is to a productive place. God, it's such a scam. Are you? America, God, we should have pitchforks and torches and not violating any laws or committing any acts of violence, let the, the government know you got to stop. Are you claiming money is fungible? Uh, I um, am. 93%. So practically all of the money that they strong-armed out of us for schools hasn't been spent. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, I know it. Just amazing. That's the uh, what you were just describing is the old Letterman joke about the, uh, the panhandler saying, I need money for food. Well, how do I know if I give you this money, you're not just going to spend it on booze? Oh, I got drinking money. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it occurs to me that uh, in the halls of Congress, in recent days, hell, in recent hours, it has been stated that the government printing and spending trillions of dollars out of thin air will not cause inflation and that a man can become pregnant and give birth and or have an abortion. Well, how is a human being supposed to function in that world? I don't know. People are willing to say freaking anything. <laughs> so anyway, uh, have you ever had one of those experiences where you're among people who speak a foreign language and they're communicating with you in English? Then suddenly a couple of them start speaking yeah. in their native tongue right. and then glancing at you and back and forth. Then go back to English. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, there's something happening here. That I don't get is not cool, and I have no way of figuring out. It occurred to me, reading this article, I'm going to relate to you just briefly. That's how I feel about cryptocurrencies. Oh, I think I'm out of my depth here. There are dynamics at play that I not only do I not grasp, I don't think I can grasp. And I don't mean I'm, I'm dopey or don't understand how they work or anything like that. I think there's something going on here that nobody's telling me. Well, listen to this story, would you? 
It's about Do Kwan, a South Korean entrepreneur. Dude's a super genius. Went to Stanford, computer scientist, whatever he is. He's just he's crazy smart. He's also a bit of a trash talker and an entrepreneur. He is the guy at the root of two cryptocurrencies you may have heard of um, if you're into cryptocurrencies at all. Uh, he developed Luna and Terra USD. Um, and he was one of those guys who were saying these are stable coins. They're not going to be wildly volatile like uh, like your Bitcoin and your Ethereum or your Dogecoin or whatever the heck. They're tied to the value of the U.S. dollar through uh, complicated algorithms. Yeah, Terra's the one we mentioned the other day, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Luna, I think. Okay. Um, well, it doesn't matter, because, and we'll get to that, but you're quite right. Um, so... He announces this. He says, yeah, look at this. This is super great. Look at my algorithms, everybody. And uh, several big-name venture capital companies said, yep, looks legit, and invested more than $200 million into this stuff, right? So it skyrockets partly because, and this is, you know, you're reading a mystery novel, and you think, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's a big clue right there. i got to remember that. These big-time investment guys, they invest in it. Mr. and Mrs. Little Guy say, wow, they're behind it. It's got to be legit. Sure. And that $200 million balloons to more than $40 billion in value. Then those big investment companies, they sell. And it's discovered that, wow, hey, your algorithms don't make any sense. In fact, independent people are looking at this and saying, that's not going to stabilize it at all. This thing is its going to spiral to nothing. And all the little people just get murdered. They get burned. All their money goes away. Last week, Luna and Terra USD suffered spectacular collapses, which had a domino effect on the rest of the cryptocurrency market, taking the price of Bitcoin uh, tanking the price and accelerating the loss of $300 billion in value across the crypto economy. This week, the price of Luna remains close to zero, while Terra USD continues to slide downward. Yeah, this is a story and, we had the other day about people that uh, one guy attempted suicide, people talking about killing themselves. They'd lost all everything they had because they stupidly put everything in these uh, these particular currencies. But yeah, they, they've gone to practically zero. And who's doing what on purpose? I don't know. I'd be guessing. But you got this Pantera Capital, a hedge fund that invested in Mr. Kwan's efforts, made a profit of about, well, a pretty modest, tidy profit of 100 times its initial investment. But wouldn't they you turn- only need, like, three or four people to be communicating to make this happen? Right. right. Absolutely. So this Pantera invests 1.7 million, turns it into 170 million, sells 80% of their holdings of Luna, and an investor at the firm, Paul Vera Dikotic, says, uh, the recent crash was unfortunate. A lot of retail investors have lost money. I'm sure a lot of institutional investors have too. So I think I'm seeing the trend here. The next time there's a hot crypto announced, I might throw a couple thousand dollars on it, get in on the bidding it up side of it right as half a sucker you might make a big profit before the real suckers who don't know it's a scam comes in right i'm i I would be investing knowing it's a scam just trying to time the scam 
It's like uh, I when I was a wow, we ought to take a break. Uh, when I was a teenager, uh, me and a buddy would go to the horse races at uh, I think it was Arlington Park in Chicago. It was one of the horse race tracks. Fan we weren't off. supposed to, but they'd let, if you looked over twelve, they'd let you in. So we'd go <laughs> with our 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 because we both worked, we, we had money, so we'd go and gamble on the horses. And I said, as no, a twelve year old. Well, no, I was I was like 18, 17, something okay. like that. Uh, but uh, I said to John, you know, I heard these races are fixed. And he said, yeah, they're fixed. You just got to figure out how they're fixed, uh-huh. which horse it's fixed in favor of. And, and of course, I said, how the hell would you do that? And I, I don't remember the answer, but, um, yeah, all this stuff is fixed. You just got to figure out that it's fixed and know when to get in, when to get out. Yeah. Or I so it. it would seem. I get that. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep my out for the next hot crypto. Go in heavy, then get out quick. Exactly. Um, you can text us anytime. Did you know that? We will finish strong coming up next, but here's our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Today, President Biden received a briefing on the upcoming hurricane season and talked about what the U.S. is doing to prepare for it. 
Yep. Biden was like, are you reading the news? My whole presidency has been hurricane season. <laughs> Biden's confident the U.S. will be prepared. He said, I'll know when the big hurricane's coming when my right knee starts aching. <laughs> That's an old joke is what that is. Come on. Briefed on the hurricane season. So, like the weather guys, Noah or whatever, says, uh, yeah, we got a 20% chance of uh, more hurricanes this year. They're never right. No, no, of course not. Um, and, but it's uh, always blamed on climate change, so you got that whole thing. Well, maybe um, they're just checking that FEMA's ready to go. That's probably legit. Oh, that could be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't follow these various political races around the country, as I've mentioned several times, and uh, I don't think you need to either. But... Um, the Democratic Pennsylvania uh, uh, candidate for the Senate. Are, are this you is a real bellwether for the midterms. Whatever. Um, have you followed the Governor's Act, though? The Democratic candidate for governor, the guy who looks like a biker but is a socialist? He's getting a fair amount of attention on both sides just because that might be... Well, it's already worked. He he won the, uh, the nomination on the, as for the Democrats because he... He's got the policies of Bernie Sanders, but he looks and talks like Duck Dynasty, and that matters to a lot of people. You, you don't look like a curly-haired, rumpled suit college professor. You look like a Duck Dynasty guy talking socialist talk, and it's just amazing from a human nature standpoint that that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the guy who had a stroke, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he's supposed to be all right. Mm-hmm. But the Democratic candidate uh, for Senate in Pennsylvania... Imagine if this is a Republican. He's gotten his background, and uh, opponents will try to make hay of this, I suppose. He's gotten his background that he once heard shots outside of his house and ran ran outside and pulled a gun on an unarmed black jogger. He heard shots, saw a black guy, assumed it was him, and pulled a gun on an unarmed black jogger. Now, that hasn't you haven't heard about that because they're not making a big deal out of it. But imagine if that were the Republican candidate. Oh, please. You wouldn't, wouldn't even run. You wouldn't even run. There's no point. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just astonishing. Well, it's not. It's obvious. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's predictable. It absolutely wow. is. Yeah. Guy wears a hoodie all the time. Got the hoodie, got the jeans, got the goatee. The Duck Dynasty biker socialist guy? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a good good idea. Look a certain part, then be whatever policies you want to be, apparently. Hey, kids, it's that time again. <laughs> With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, our technical director to lead us off, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Uh, yeah, this morning we had a fire near the station. My little booth, that I it was filling with smoke. I wasn't sure I could do the show. But I was going to put a mask on if I had to, and it's just a reminder that neither rain, snow, wind, smoke, a dust storm, or a partly cloudy day will prevent me from running this show. Wow, you're very brave. Congratulations. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. He has a final thought, Alex. I have two food-related ones for you. They've brought the boiled eggs that are the bane of my existence back into the break room. I'm going to fight somebody over these. I hate them so much. (laughs) Why do you hate them? Because they sit in a film of what looks like mucus. They look disgusting. Oh, Oh, you're right. But I refuse to be angry on today, the Lord's Day, because they have brought back the Mexican pizza to Taco Bell. Oh, cool. Mexico doesn't have pizzas. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yes, I do. This is a question I've been meaning to ask for a long time. Text or email if you know. 
How do you get your windows clean in your car? Anytime I take a car in or I buy a car or whatever, they get the windows cleaner than I ever can at home. I use Windex and paper towels, and it's always like smudgy and streaky and filmy, but they get them perfectly clean at a car dealership. What product do you use? Text or email, please. That's funny. Every two months, I just smash my windshield and have it replaced. It's the only way to keep it clean. Uh, My final thought is uh, maybe you listen to the show occasionally and think these guys have no restraint. Well, the Cambodian government has had to ask people to stop picking a rare carnivorous plant that, when viewed from a certain angle, looks a lot like human male genitalia. We haven't talked about that story today. We could have, but we haven't. So, look, we do have a little restraint. People are picking the plant and doing what with it? Posing with it in hilarious ways. Oh, boy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. We do not approve. Uh, so many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The hot links are there. A lot of great clicks for you. You can get some A&G swag. Get yourself a Don't Wing It, Bring It t-shirt to drop us an email. Grab the Armstrong and Getty On Demand podcast. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Well, you're haranguing me. That's not right. You fool! I think that's a part of it. It was so bizarre and so grotesque. I expected more. I don't give two craps. But that's not even the point. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, uh-huh. Well, No! All right, I admit it. I harangued him. <laughs> I did what? And I'd do it again, and I'm glad I did it. I'd harangue him again. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.